brethren. It's a pleasure being here once again. And um, for all those that had listened to, to my segments last week, I had spoke to Anna. Why then was divorce and remarriage allowed for almost any reason under the first covenant? And to continue this divorce and remarriage topic, today I would like to speak on the liberal law of divorce and remarriage as contained in the first covenant, fell into the category of laws which were not good and was therefore subject to be repealed by Jesus, the true lawgiver. So, Brethren, all scriptures will be read from the King James Version Bible. And I'll start. So, brethren, from my last segment that I've shared, some of the laws which the children of Israel received were given to them for a limited time. Only. Moreover, not only were some of those laws of a temporary nature, stranger still, God specifically informed them that he gave them some laws which were not good, so that they might perish. Now a lot of us will say incredible, right? So, and some might not be in favor of what I just said, but if you are doubting my statement, Let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 24 to 25. It states, Because they had not executed my judgments, but had despised my statutes and had polluted my Sabbaths, and their eyes were after their father's idols. Wherefore I gave them also statutes that were not good, and judgments whereby they should not live. So that was Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 24 to 25. Now, from these verses, therefore, we know beyond the shadow of a doubt that some of the laws which Israel had were given to them as instruments of judgment rather than legal aids to assist them in nation building. Fortunately for us, we have already dealt with some of those laws that fell within this category under review. This being so, I will not um, repeat what was already dealt with. But we simply add a few more of those laws which fell into the category of laws which were not good. For example, when Israel went to war against certain countries, a soldier was allowed to take any beautiful woman that he desired, carry her home, let her remain for one month, after which she could have had sexual intercourse with her. And if he was not satisfied with her afterwards, he was allowed to send her away freely. Right? So for confirmation, one can read Deuteronomy chapter 21, verses 10 to 14. Then too, under the first covenant, a man was allowed to have two wives at one time, one that he loved and even one that he did not love. So read Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 15, Exodus chapter 21, verses 9 to 10. So brethren, under the first covenant, even the selling of people was legalized. Right? Read Exodus chapter 21, 78, Leviticus chapter 25, 39 to 40. Now, when we consider these laws mentioned above, mentioned prior, we can easily appreciate the fact that the liberal law of divorce and remarriage of Deuteronomy chapter 24, verses 1 to 3, fell within the category of laws which were not good. Therefore, 
it was absolutely necessary for Jesus, the true lawgiver. As Isaiah chapter 42, this is 1, 4. Isaiah chapter 42, we're looking at verse 21. And Isaiah chapter 51, we're looking at verse 4. To repeal that and another obnoxious law, right? This was so done as to ensure that he has a church without spots or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and blameless even in this sinful world in which we live. So brethren, from Jesus' treatment of the first covenant in Matthew, chapters 5 through 7, we know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the old liberal divorce and remarriage amendments which Moses was pressured into writing to satisfy the unrestrained lust of the Israel husbands fell into the category of laws which were not good. Therefore, that law was repealed by Jesus Christ. Moreover, brethren, in order to ensure premarital chastity, Jesus allowed for divorce and remarriage only on the ground of premarital infidelity on the part of engaged Jewish visions. So one can read Matthew chapter 5 verse 32, Matthew chapter 19 verse 9, who under the Jewish matrimonial tradition were called wives from the date of the engagement. So read Deuteronomy chapter 22 verse 23 to 24, Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 to 20, and verse 24. So, my precious brethren, Divorce and remarriage is a law which was not good, and like swearing or revenge, Jesus repealed it. That is why St. Paul was ordained of God to be an apostle too, and a teacher of the Gentiles, which can be confirmed by reading Romans chapter 11 verse 13, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 79, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 7, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 11 who received his doctrines from Jesus Christ himself, even by divine revelation, Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 to 12. Never once supported the idea that a man once married can divorce and be remarried. On the other hand, and contrary to all recent modern heretical traditions, he made it abundantly clear that divorce and remarriage was never an option under the new covenant of grace. This fact can be verified by checking 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10 to 11, um, from verses 12 to 16, verses 39 to 40, and Romans chapter 7, verses 1 to 3, particularly. Also, you can turn to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 to 31, if you are in doubt of what I just shared. So the following excerpts surely confirm my conf conclusion, and I'll be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Resistant to 11, which states, And unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she departs, let her remain unmarried, or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. So that was 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Resistant to 11. And to ensure that his latter judgment of verses 14 to 16 was not misinterpreted, the Holy Ghost later inspired him to write the following clarification at the end of this family life discourse in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 39. The wife is bound by the law, matrimonial law, as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will. 
only in the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 13. So from the facts that I've shared today, therefore, we you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the liberal law of divorce and remarriage, which was allowed under the first covenant, due to the hard-heartedness of the Jewish males, fell into the category of laws which were not good. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 24 to 25, and was therefore subject to be repealed by Jesus Christ, the true lawgiver. Who came from the tribe of Judah, Genesis chapter 49, verse 10, Psalm chapter 60, verse 7, Psalm 108, verse 8, Isaiah 42, verse 4, Isaiah 42, verse 21, Isaiah 51, verse 4, and Hebrew chapter 7, verse 12. Because of his tribal linkage, being of the tribe of Judah, Jesus was qualified to repeal those laws which were not good, and he did just that in Matthew chapter 5 through 7. Moreover, not only did he repeal those laws which were not good, such as swearing, the taking of revenge, and that liberal law of divorce and remarriage, which I have already dealt with, he even magnified others, such as murder and adultery. So in time since, Jesus' authority to change any laws which were enacted under the old covenant can be gleaned by looking at Jesus' display of authority in the following verses. Matthew chapter 5, verse 27 to 28. You have heard that it had been said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh upon a woman to lust after committed adultery with her already in his heart. So brethren, as I come to our end of this segment today, please read Hebrews chapter 7 verse 12 and understand that the superiority of the Melchizedek priesthood allowed it the right to confirm, amend, expand, or repeal any law that was enacted under the Levitical priesthood to which Moses, the lawgiver, as we read in John chapter 1 verse 17, belongs, and Jesus did just that with that liberal divorce and remarriage law, of the Old Testament. So I thank you, God, for sharing that segment today. So, brethren, Jesus Christ will be returning soon. And as I've always indicated and I've always stated, please prepare yourselves for Jesus Christ's return. Please prepare yourselves. Surround yourselves with people who are walking a narrow path. So spend time in the world on a daily basis. I spend time on a daily basis, even if it's two or three scriptures, two or three chapters, sorry, a day. I do spend time reading the word. Spend time reading the word. And before you start, pray and ask God to grant you spiritual understanding of his word. Because brethren, what lies ahead for those who are true believers of Jesus Christ is not nice. And we need the word in order to stand up against it so brethren have a blessed and safe week remember that jesus christ loves you and i love you so bye for now i'll be live next week again